Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Hey, welcome so much to the episode today. I have to start off with some super sad news. Ashley, you know her, she was supposed to be here with me. Well, she came to visit and then she left without us recording the episode. What? You know how it is. Always you get it with your girlfriend and y'all start hanging out and staying up late and all the kids were here and somehow I woke up this morning and realized, oh no, we didn't record the episode. So you get solo me today. But I do love this topic and so many people ask me this question. What are good gifts for kids? And what do we do about family members who have good intentions, who want to go buy stuff, like at the dollar store or whatever, just to, you know, fill up the basket or the stocking or the present under the tree? How do we handle that? And so I thought I would talk about my favorite types of presents for kids ages 2 to 4, 2 to 5, so that you all have an understanding of what makes a quality present. And then you could share this podcast with your family member. I'm going to do show notes and I will include some of my favorite places to get these types of items I'm going to mention. And then hopefully that will help set the tone for your family as they give gifts this holiday season and for birthdays and moving forward. Here's the thing. And you know what? I am guilty that I haven't always done this. But the older I get, the more I really try to stay true to it. It really doesn't matter how many things you have. It isn't about quantity. It is about quality. And if you're going to buy something, buy the best. And I get that because the toys that I still keep, the ones I kept for the grandbabies, are the quality ones. They're the good set of wooden blocks that I invested in. They're the good books that I invested in. It, it, I don't have any of the cheap stuff I bought so there was something under the tree or something there that I received. To be honest, I gave all of that away. But the quality things... Um, I still have. So I want to share what those are, why I still have them, why I think they'd make great presents for your kids this year. So let's get started. So glad you are here with me. So the first thing I think every preschool age child needs to have is a good set of wooden blocks. You've heard me say this over and over. And I don't mean the cheap little blocks you buy in a bag, okay, that are just little stackables. I mean order from a quality educational company and I'm going to mention companies I don't get any money from these companies this week I'm just these are my favorite places to order discount school supply lakeshore learning they both make quality toys constructive play things if you want some great wooden things like blocks look up constructive play things they build for child development centers and preschools but you will get an amazing product if you order your blocks from them so look that up And I, Kapla Blocks is fun. They have all the same shape blocks, so you can build these cool towers, but that might get frustrating for your littlest one. So for your littlest one, have different shapes that they can build up, they can build out. Also do like the big cardboard blocks are great for those really young toddlers when they're first learning to stacking and stack and they're using, learning those fine motor skills, but they're working on gross motor skills too because they love to knock those big towers over. It's super exciting for them. All of that is great for your child's brain. It's great to develop critical thinking skills, but also will entertain them forever. Because what they'll end up doing, they'll end up using them to make roads. They'll end up using them to make houses. They'll end up using them to just build whatever they want, not just towers to knock down, but it will become really an integral part of their 
of their play throughout the day. So a good set of blocks. And, and that can be pretty pricey, so that might be one you want to ask the grandparents to purchase for you. And, you know, maybe for the whole family, if you've got several kids, just say, you know what, one thing we really want is a quality set of wooden blocks. But I would send them the link. Again, I'm not going to put up Amazon links and I'm making them, not knocking that. I just don't have time. I'm not going to do it. I will just throw up links to my favorite places to buy these quality things today. So first thing, blocks. The second thing I want you to think about is just what kind of books do you have in your house, okay? Do you have quality books with great pictures, with good stories? Do you have good rhyming books? Do you have books that you loved when you were a kid? Anything that you loved, you are already off to a better start because your kids will be so excited that you love this too. If there was a favorite book of yours, they get so excited to hear about when mommy was little, when daddy was little. So invest in quality books. Send them a link. Again, books are always one of my favorite gifts to give. Young babies, if you are around me and you're my family circle, I'm going to give you books because I just love good books for kids. So find what you love and do that. I'll, again, I will link to some of my favorites um, so that you will have an idea. If, you're, if you don't know, just send these show notes directly to your family members so that they will have them. Now, the next thing takes a little bit more creativity. It is not something so easily purchased. But it is probably the best idea as far as quality gifts. So I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you some details on how to do this, again, to make it easy <coughs> Excuse me for those purchasing for you after I take a sip of coffee. So what I want to talk about are kits. Again, one of my favorite things to do when I give a gift is I create kits. I will do maybe a bath kit. And in my bath kit, I'm going to give some water tablets, some sponges, some paintbrushes, some shaving cream, some liquid watercolor, some different things for kids to explore while in the bathtub, um, even some detergent to do bubbles. I put all this in a kit, like a Rubbermaid container, and just call it the bath kit. You know, I might say Sarah's bath kit, and I wrap that up. And it is such a great idea. You can do some fun bubble baths if there's a certain character they love. You can include that in there. It's an easy gift, but it's something they get excited about. If they're toddlers and you're thinking, what do I do? You know, add some little bath toys in there, some squirt, squirters or things like that for them. So a bath kit. Then another great one is an art kit. Every child needs process-oriented art supplies. What are those? Well, those are quality paints. Go to Discount School Supply. Look up their bio color. Look up good paints. Those are big stamp pads. Those are crayons. Those are pastels. Those are... Um, stickers and those are big sequins and those are collage materials like tissue paper and glue and scissors and paper and create this big art kit. Even go to Michael's on the 50% sale and get um, canvases. You know, you get big canvases. You can get smaller canvases. You can put that in there. Have someone make you a plexiglass easel or Build, you know, buy an easel for them to have. Those are great investments. Your child will get so much use out of quality art products. Again, you don't have to buy a lot. Buy quality. Buy quality brushes. The art supply stores are still around. There's not very many, but they are. Go ahead and invest in some of those to get started. Watercolors. Things like that that will help them create this gorgeous art kit. Doesn't have to be fancy. Again, you can put it in a Rubbermaid container. And you can label it Henry's Art Kit. The other thing you could do is an exploration kit. You could do like a magnifying glass and you could do some bird books and some flower books. And you could do um, a nature journal and you could do some pencils and you could do um, some books about nature. You could 
um, put a scavenger hunt in there, nature scavenger hunt, all in this exploration kit. You could make that how fun for them. What about a sensory kit? You know, I'm a huge fan of sensory ideas. So you could put water beads in there. You could put the ingredients to make like cloud dough in there, herbal Play-Doh in there, some things we talk about in the year of playing skillfully. You could make up little note cards with those recipes or you could encourage the grandparents to do this or whomever if you're going to give a gift or for your kids. You can create these sensory kits. Now, are all of these things going to you know, have this explosive reaction Christmas morning? Maybe not. If we're being honest, right? Your kids might not open the Tupperware, can, the Rubbermaid, and go, oh my gosh, I love this nature kit. But what you're going to see is the amount of play and the amount of discovery and the amount of experience time your kids will get out of this gift. So it is a gift that, you know, has a long-lasting effect. I mean, you can buy the bells and whistles toy that's all the rage. It's going to, you know, sell out, and you're going to have to go beat up somebody at a store to get the last one to get that reaction in the mor- that morning, Christmas morning. But I will tell you, most of those gifts, within two weeks, your child is like, meh, they're over it. So instead, think about longevity. What are gifts that are going to last a long time for my child? What is something that I can give or our family members can give that they're going to get the most use out of? So that's what I want you to think about when you're thinking about these gifts. So kits, create kits. So again, we have the basket, the art kit, the exploration kit, the sensory kit. You could do this a science kit, you could call it, right? You could do that. And then on that line, I want to talk about pretend play. We know pretend play is... Man, to be honest, it's just kind of going on the wayside. We don't focus on pretend play. It used to be something we really highlighted for our children. We really wanted to buy them things that promoted pretend play. We don't do that as much. So I want you to think through. I remember Leslie a few years ago, they built Rosie this great, uh, it, They I think they first did it as a mail store or flower shop, and we ended up putting it in our curriculum. It's an Anna White design. If you're a home builder, you can build this little play set could be a puppet stage, could be all these different things, and that's what's great about it. Like buying a puppet stage, let's be honest, it will sit in the corner and be a decoration. But if you buy something that you can transition to all these things, a grocery store, that is going, a beauty salon, that's going to be valuable for them. So if you can, think about something like that. Make something that's going to promote pretend play. If that's not your gig, not my gig, I can barely hammer a nail, usually mess that up. But then just make like a grocery store set. So a cash register, and I'll put the one that I love, a cash register, a grocery cart. And I love the little metal ones they have now that look like a real one. I think Melissa and Doug carries it, a grocery cart. Go ahead and get some, save some of your old grocery boxes and put tape those up and put those in this kit. And do a big grocery cart, you know, grocery cart kit for them. They will love it. You can do receipt, those receipt books that you can get at an office supply store. So they can write down orders. Like if they're at doing a restaurant, you can do that. You can do some, you know, small plates. So if they want to play restaurant, a placemat, things like that. Again, might not give you the biggest reaction Christmas morning. The, the cash register is pretty cool. They do get excited about that, especially for ones that makes noise. But the longevity of this gift is going to just serve your children well. So think about something like that for them. Another thing I love is, you know, a gift that you can use. For example, um, we have asked for memberships to the zoo before, to the aquarium before, and have received those, and they have been fabulous. If you have like a 
theater in your area that they could give you, you know, membership to that for a year. We've had Radish Kids. I had Samantha Barnes. I think that's a phenomenal um, gift to give. It's like a subscription to that. Um, we have a sponsor this week, Kiwi Crates. You want to look up theirs because, again, something that will keep going after Christmas is over and it's going to be fresh and new and is educational but is also fun and something that you use so much beyond Christmas morning. So think about that. And what is something our family could use? Uh, you know, we're in Atlanta, maybe a membership to Stone Mountain if you're here, or to, you know, like I said, the aquarium or the zoo. So there's lots of things you can do and ask family members to contribute to that will really benefit your children beyond that morning. Another thing I love is just kind of a general playhouse. Don't make it too specific to anything but just a general type of playhouse a wooden one or something that's open that kids can create they can use whatever it is they're into my girls were into poly pockets years ago and so they would just take ours and they would do it with poly pockets everything so something they could do that i know uh, my business partner leslie her kids are into calico critters they could do that with um something maybe even a small baby doll you could use that with your baby doll speaking of baby dolls that's another great kit is to do a baby doll kit and in that baby doll kit, put blankets and put um, detergent to wash the baby and washcloths and maybe a tub, which would just be a bowl, to wash the baby and to dress the baby, some bottles and things like that. A baby doll kit. So things that are unique that your child is going to use their imagination and they are going to create with it. You're going to give them the basics, basically, ha, basics, basically, and then they're going to take that and they're going to use their imagination to really experience with this item that you've given them. So I love a general playhouse. On a bigger note, like a tent, some type of tent or cozy area that I like to call a place for one. In it, you put that somewhere around your house because if you have more than one child, there are times they need to get away. So create this cozy space for one. And maybe it's the space for one kit. And you do a tent and you do some cozy pillows and some blankets and some books. And you create that space for them as part of their Christmas. And I think that would be phenomenal for your children. So again, lots of different things. Quality, not quantity. Notice I didn't men mention many things that included batteries or, or were bells and whistles. They are basic items that require your kid to think, that require your kid to get involved. And that's what's going to keep them interested in the item. To be honest, I don't know about you, but the minute the battery wears out on toys, I'm so thankful and I don't want to replace them and I want to toss them because most of those things drive me crazy. But things that help them think, um, things that help them get engaged, that will use their um, personality and allow them to express themselves. That's the type of things we want to give our children. So let's take a break and then we're going to wrap up this session. Hey, have you ever been stuck on how to bring your lessons to life. Well, I just discovered Kiwi Company monthly descriptions of hands-on projects that make learning fun. Their core offering is projects that make learning about STEAM, science, technology, engineering, art, and math accessible and are designed to spark creativity, tinkering, and learning. You know I love that. Some recent favorite crates are the Slime Lab, popular at my house, Physics Carnival, and Paper Circuits. Kiwi Crate was founded by engineer and mom of three, Sandra Olin, and her deep desire to raise kids with the creative confidence needed to become the next generation of problem solvers and critical thinkers. Did I not just talk about that on this podcast? Couldn't agree more with their mission. I'm so excited to be able to offer you the chance to try them for free. To learn more about their projects for kids ages 2 to 16 and to redeem this exclusive offer, visit 
kiwico.com slash homeschool to get your first month free today. You'll just need to pay $4.95 for the shipping. Thanks so much and enjoy this free offer. Let's get back to the show. Okay, welcome back. So, again, you guys, Christmas can be stressful. Having people buy for our kids, we're so grateful. If you're like me, I'm so grateful for generous family members and friends. But often I get stuff and I'm thinking, where am I going to put that? How long are they going to play with that before it gets torn up? So this year, I would encourage you, have an honest conversation. Share this podcast with them and just say, you know what? We are going to focus on less is more this year, and we're focusing on quality versus quantity. So we've come up with an idea for gifts that really promote learning for our kids, promote fun as well, but but they're going to help them in the long run. And share the list with them. So let's just go over that list one more time as we wind down so that you will have a good understanding. And then check out the show notes so that you will know um, what's happening. So blocks, quality, wooden blocks. You can also do the cardboard ones for really young learners. Great books. Make them appropriate for the kids. Some good read-alouds. If you've got older preschoolers, start some good read-alouds. You know we're huge fans of the Green Ember here. Kits. Make a bunch of different kits for your kids. We've got an exploration kit. (coughs) Excuse me. An art kit. A basket. A sensory kit. Even like a shopping cart kit or a um, pretend play kit. You could do costumes and that kind of stuff we mentioned. Um, We also want you to think about gift cards or memberships for, you know, special things. We mentioned Radish Kids and the Zoo, Aquarium, Puppet Theater, even Kiwi Crate that's one of our sponsors this month. A playhouse for them, a space for one that you can do, that tent. Um, then a playhouse for their pretend play, for their animals, their dolls, their different things that they like to play with. A good baby doll set, kit, things for them to do would also work. So these hopefully will give you some ideas of things that are going to be fun for your kids, but also that will get them lots and lots of hours of play and inspire wonder and creativity. So I hope that you will focus on these things this holiday season and pray that your family has an amazing holiday. We are busy getting ready here. We're going to start decorating this week and I'm so excited. I love that part of the holiday season. So thanks for listening and I hope you have a great week. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.